Hello, this is Saul Gonzalez, lead pastor of Lifehouse Church, and welcome to our podcast. Thank you so very much for joining us today. I believe that through this message, God will encourage you, challenge you, and better yet, change you for the glory of God and for the purposes God has called you. Enjoy this message. Hey, I want to welcome you this morning, Lifehouse, all our campuses on Lifehouse, Bakersfield, Wasco, and Delano, and I especially want to welcome the Coachella Valley Lifehouse. We are going to open up there soon, so keep us in your prayers. We are excited for what God is doing. We've launched our Lifehouse online, and we're excited that you're with us this morning on Facebook and online and YouTube, and I just want to welcome you. My name is George Garza, and I'm one of the pastors for Lifehouse, and this morning, before we start our message, I really want to pray for you. I just felt a burden for people that are hurting, that are confused, people that are struggling. Maybe this week uh, uh, something happened in your job, an injustice. They blamed you for this and or that, and you're just hurting inside, and you want to throw in a towel. You want to quit. Maybe you want to quit in your marriage. Maybe you want to quit with your kids. You've had it up to here with your kids. Maybe this week somebody hurt you. Something happened that just hurt, broke your heart. I want to pray for you before I, I, I preach this message. Uh, if you Right there, just close your eyes. Father, I pray this morning, Holy Spirit. None of this catches you by surprise. You know our broken hearts. You know our needs. You know our hurts. And you know our wants, Lord. So this morning, Father, we, we come to you with a broken heart, with a confused heart, with an anxious heart, with a depressed heart, Lord. And we ask, Lord, that you would take our hurt and our pain and that you would heal it and make it whole again, Father. Lord, you say that we would bring our hurts and our pains to you and you would make us well. This morning, Father, I pray for healing. I pray that this message would heal the brokenhearted. I pray that this message would heal relationships. I pray that this message this morning, Father, would restore families and relationships and marriages, Lord. I pray this in the name of Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. So welcome this morning. We, we are in a series called uh, You Asked For It. Uh, it came out of a, a survey that we did uh, on, on all our campuses on, on what messages you would you'd like to hear. Let me tell you something. Jesus preached from the question that the multitudes would ask him. The disciples would ask him questions like, hey, Jesus, teach us how to pray. Show us how to pray. And they would. They would name the topic and Jesus would teach, teach on it. The top three uh, topics have been faith, family, and forgiveness. I want to talk about forgiveness this morning. All of us have one person or a group of people where we, we've made this statement, I don't care anymore. I want to talk about that statement that this because this is one of the biggest lies that you can say to yourself. It's a lie because it's a remedy that doesn't work. You were created to care. You were created to care. I'm going to say it again. You were created to care about the situation. And, and, and forgetting it like, like it never existed is separating yourself from that person. Somehow it's, it's, it's going to magically take the pain away. You probably discovered it didn't work. God has a better solution this morning. All of us struggle with, I don't care anymore. This was a difficult message for me to write because it, it forced me to deal with some of the hard injustice that I'm going through in my life right now and that I've been struggling through. So there, there's a better way to deal with it. And here is a hard part of this message. The way that you want to deal with it, you're going to push back on this message this morning. God says, do it anyway. You say, no, it's not that easy. God, there, there's too much pain involved. Permanent damage, irreconciled differences. I can't do that. You're right, you can't do that. 
You need faith. Faith, faith is a step you take into something that makes no sense, only to discover that on the other side, there was a miracle. In fact, faith was a one, one of the topics most requested in this uh, series. Help my faith, Lord. God is asking you to take a step into an empty pool this morning. And, and, when, you, and when you get there, you make a splash. I want to give you five steps that lead up to, I don't care anymore. Every relational conflict with a person sometimes, sometimes creates a, a distance. The first one is distance. Some conflict is created through neglect. We have distanced ourselves. If you don't invest in a relationship, you, you don't maintain your, uh, them, relationships don't maintain themselves. This is, this happens in our marriages with our kids, with God. When you shut someone out, there's a distance. When I'm, I'm done with you, made up your, my mind. No, no, no one wants to get hurt. So we build walls. Number two is walls. Most people think this is a solution and it's not. The danger in the wall is that you wall out the bad people too. You wall out the good people too. So, so pr protecting you. That, that you build a wall with God. I need to protect my emotions and my heart. God or no one can touch me. I, I, I meet people like this every time. So you wall themselves out. It doesn't work that way. You, you, you're filled with, uh, you fill out the surveys. I don't care anymore. Escalation, the situation becomes major and becomes a major fight. The little things that started as big as an ant becomes an elephant. Usually the, the, the tongue gets out of the control, belittling, cussing, bring up the past pull people down, and it escalates out of control. The fourth step is where Satan gets involved, which is false belief. Your image, you're imagining things that don't exist. You exaggerate, make it bigger. People who, who don't know you, the fact, it, it, you're a little crazy. You have these crazy ideas, lies, and lies, and more people are hurt by, they get crazy. The, greater, the greatest weapon in the, en the enemy has is a lie. When you're at this point, don't trust your own emotions or your feelings. You're the last person you should be taking advice from. It is, it is up into the last point, hostility. This usually happens in the holiday season. There's hostility in my family. Here is where the children that have divorced parents hate. They must go to two, two of everything, two Christmases, mom, mom's family, dad's family, our divorce, our hostility between family members. It's ugly. Here's, here's what I've understood about hostility. It's not the condition between two people. It's a condition of your soul. It affects you. You have no peace, no joy. That's why you ask for it because it, it's real. So what do we do about it? I gave that list because this is the li same list, same conditions that you were before you accepted Jesus in your life. So I want to show you what, in, through scripture, how this is the list that we had, Ephesians 2, 12 and 14. He says, remember that at that time you were separate. You were separate from Christ. So forget, forget uh, the person you hate or you don't care anymore. This is, this is between you and God. He says, without hope and without God in the world, 13, but now Christ Jesus, who once, you once were far away, but had been brought near by the blood of Christ, for he himself is our peace, who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. So what does God want in return? He wants you to get rid of your bitterness and the impossible. Ephesians 4, 31 and 32, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgive each other, just as Christ God forgave you. So how do I forgive the power of this verse is in the just as. You can forgive people if you can remember just as Christ forgave you. That's the power right there. 
something you don't understand, just as Christ forgave you, gives you power to forgive others. Now you could not do it on your own. The power of forgiveness is in just as Christ forgave you. That gives you the power to do it to others. I'm going to show you how, if, if, if you're listening this morning and can you say my way doesn't work? Put it on the chat. Put it on the chat this morning. If you're in a, my way doesn't work, pastor. It's not happening. I still got all the junk in my life, in my trunk. And I want to show you how you can have peace in your heart, regardless of what the other person decides to do. So three steps to forgiveness through God's word. Step over to the other side of faith and discover that there's power available to, to do what he's asking you to do. He never asks you to do it on your own power, but his power. So if you're going to be some, uh, be someone who forgives, you need to, number one, receive God's forgiveness. Maybe you might say, wait, let's go to the second point, Pastor. I've done that. The truth is a lot of people that are Christians, a lot of people who believe, we don't, they don't know how to do that. Somewhere we, we never receive God's forgiveness. We pray for it. We're sorry. But we always try to earn God's forgiveness. Here, here's how I can prove it. We come to church every uh, Sunday and don't sing. We're not into it because we remember how much we sin the, during the week. We have the, this view of God that's wrong. What, what you need to know, God knows what you did, what you're going to do, and he still forgives you. For some crazy reason, we think that God forgives us like we forgive other people. God forgives your past, your present, your future, and he forgives you completely. He knows what you did last night. He forgives you for it. That changes everything. You, can you understand that this morning? Take, take this home with you. You'll never have to forgive anybody more than God has already forgiven you. When I really understand this, it changes everything about how I treat the people who have hurt me the most. 2 Timothy 1.13 and 15 says, Even though I was once a blasphemer, this is Paul, Paul's talking about this, and a, part, a persecutor and a violent man, I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance, Paul says, in unbelief. The grace of our Lord was poured out to me abundantly, along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. And here's a trustworthy saying, he says, that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the worst. God used the worst people possible to get forgiveness across. So when you understand what he did for me and for you, the punishment that I deserve, the penalty, I didn't have to pay the love that he gave me. No, did I, he forgive it, for, for, forget. It, it, he says, George, I can still use all of you to give people hope. That changes everything in the way that you treat people that hurt you. The reason a lot of us have a problem forgiving is because we have never understood this. The forgiveness of God, listen to this. If you live your life trying to earn forgiveness, you will make people try to earn it for you also. When you understand this, now you have the capacity to number two. Now I can freely give what I have received. Matthew 10, 8. Freely you have received, freely give God. Give, God didn't make you earn it. Stop trying to make people earn it. That's why this, this should be on your fridge every day. The forgiven, forgive. It makes sense to me if, 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 if you can't do it because you have never looked at it this way. I wanna show you it through the Paul, what Paul gives us reasons for, for us to, that, to forgive. I know there's some pushback here, but check this out. 2 Corinthians 5, 14 and 21. 
For Christ's love compels us because we were convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died, and he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them, and he was raised again. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against him. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. It's saying forgiveness is not saying it from your mouth or from your heart, but it's reflected on how you treat that person from now on. Maybe that relationship may never be restored. But here's what I can, uh, I, I, I can do that require, requires none of, of, of the other person's participation. And that is, and that is I'm going to take the balance that's owed to me and make a zero. I'm going to take the balance and make it zero because that's what Jesus did to me. It's the least that you could do for someone who did it to, to you. This is how uh, I want to live my life. October 5th, 2000, 2006, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. It was a horrific story. A young man went into a, a classroom full of kids, young kids in second grade, first and second graders. And he killed, with a gun, he killed five kids and injured six. Then he took his own life. Wow, we don't know what made him do all this. But what happened next is what really impacts my life and it'll impact your life. You know, the whole Amish community were, was hurting over what happened. They had lost their children. They had, there were six wounded almost to death, those kids. What happened, people started pouring in with love to the Amish community. They started sending them money for, for the compassion and for the love of the United, all around the United States, all around the world. They were sending them money. They picked up more than a million dollars that people sent them. They had the funerals for the family of the kids. Time passed by, a couple of weeks passed by, and the Amish community leaders went to the, to the wife of the killer. They went to the wife's house and knocked on the door. And they, she opened up and they told him, you know what? We want to let you know that we forgive your husband for what he did. She was, she was, she didn't know what was happening. How could you forgive my husband? I don't know if I could forgive him for what he did. They said they went on and trying to console her and give her grace and love. And they say, hey, we buried our, our kids and we had some money left over out of the million dollars that pe over a million dollars people sent us. And we want to give you this check. And she's looking at him like it's a joke. It's not a joke. She says, how can this be? Where does this forgiveness come from? How can you forgive my, my husband? And then on top of that, you're giving me money? One of the leaders from the Amish community said, this is what Christians do. They forgive each other. And we're forgiving your husband. Let me tell you something, Christians forgive. Paul finishes in 1 Corinthians 5.20, he says, we are therefore Christ ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us we implore you in Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. I, I, this morning you might say, Pastor, that sounds so hard to do. If you jump into the empty pool and a miracle will take place on the other side. Now I want to encourage you today to make the, take the first step. My third point, 
go first. Jesus didn't wait for you to sin to die for you. He went first. Romans 5, 8 says, but God demonstrated his love for us in this while we were still sinners. Christ died for us. God is calling you to another place, a place of faith. So listen, the first to forgive is the happiest. Listen, I'm telling you this from personal experience. I've been blessed because I, I've forgiven others. Look what Matthew 5, 9 says. He says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. God can make you blessed and happy and content and fulfilled in a place that maybe no one understands where that love and forgiveness comes from. So let me show it to you in another place in the Bible, James 3, 17 and 18. He says, but the wisdom that comes from the heaven is first of all pure, then peace loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. 18 says, peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. I know you're listening to this message and you're saying, you don't know my story. My situation is different. I've been hurt so bad. The love of Jesus leaves us no option. If you wait till, till you feel to do it, you're never gonna, it's never going to happen. God is asking you this morning to do it. Jesus didn't want you to go to the cross. Jesus didn't even want to go to the cross. He begged his father to get out of it. Let this cup pass. Is there any other way we can take care of this without the cross? No. Any other side? If I'm not going to follow my feelings, I'm going to follow God. And what he says, leave here with a peace this morning. So the biggest question of this message, who is it? Who is that person that has hurt you so bad that you said, I don't care anymore? And you discovered today that you actually do. God is waiting on you to say, I need to go first in apologizing. I forgive them. I bring their account to zero. Can you acknowledge it? If you're watching online this morning, put it in the chat. I am letting them go. I'm letting him go completely. Put it in the chat this morning. Let me tell you, it'll be such a huge relief when you do that. I'm going to pray for you this morning. Father, I pray for those people that are hurting so bad. I pray that these words that were spoken this morning would penetrate their hearts and their minds, Lord. They would bring reconciliation and healing to their hearts, Lord. Father, there's nothing worse in this life than living with pain and hurt and unforgiveness, Lord. How do we forgive after we've been destroyed? After somebody that doesn't care, that's run us over and, and run over our feelings and our emotions and our whole life. Maybe somebody, somebody abused you sexually when you were a little girl, a little boy. Let me tell you something, there is healing for that. Jesus says this morning, I'm your healer. I'm everything you need in every situation, Lord. This morning, bring peace, Lord. I pray for healing. I pray that we would come out of this message and apply it to our lives that we can forgive those that have hurt us, Lord. I pray these things in your name. Amen. Thank you for being with us this morning. It was a, pl a pleasure sharing the word with you. And look, look, look forward uh, to seeing you guys next weekend and as we plant this church, a life house in the Coachella Valley. And we're so happy you joined us this morning. And let me pray for your week. I just, I just right where you're at, just raise your hands. I want to pray for your week. Father, bless, bless the people that are watching this. I pray for your week. I pray for your family. I pray for blessings and the decisions you're going to make this week. I pray for healing. If there's anybody sick, Father, I pray for healing of cancer. 
I pray for healing of, of, of all kinds of high blood pressure, cholesterol. I pray for healing of every sickness in your body right now. I bind COVID in the name of Jesus. Jeremiah 30, 17 says, I will, I will heal your wounds and restore your health, Father. Restore them, Father. Bless our families, our children. We're about to go to school. Bless them, Lord. Bless this week. Let, let's get into a life group and, and, and do life together with other people, Father. I ask these things in your name. Amen. We'll see you next week. God bless. Thank you so very much for joining us today on the LifeHouse podcast. I pray and hope this message has encouraged, inspired, and challenged you to grow closer to God. If you would like to be a part of what God is doing here at LifeHouse, visit our website at LifeHouseChurch.com. That's LifeHouseChurch.com for more information or consider subscribing and share it with one of your friends and family. Thank you again for being part of our journey, your journey, that will lead you to know God better, grow together, and go serve and make a difference. Thank you again. God bless you. See you next time.